It's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're going to stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker 8, 10, go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Uh-oh. Stockton. Open three. The high schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Full Court Press. That's Eric Franson, Amaje Salveson. Eric, you say it's possible, but you do it, and you're like, oh, it's actually not that easy. I'm just you saying. Get to the point. Get to the point. You gotta. I do. You. Okay, you I want you it. to listen to the promo I'm trying to cut Look, and tell me what you want me to cut out of it now. I mean, if, if anybody knows about how to get it shorter. Are you serious? What is your problem? <laughs> I mean, you have been at this for the last two days of just, <laughs> hey, look at this guy. No, just you're good at editing. That's, he is short, that's what and I'm we talking are going about. to attack his shortness. What I no, that's yes. not what I was in. Yes, that's not well, what I was suggesting. Our listeners are listening. Oh, fetch! I mean, that's kind of how you interpreted it, I guess. Fetch. Okay. Uh, speaking of. Well, wait, you said something that just reminded me to do something, and I forgot to do You're it. You're not rolling tape, are you? No, I'm rolling. Am I? <laughs> yeah, I'm accidentally rolling, because I didn't even know I pushed record. <laughs> Accident. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the oh Full Court Press. Gosh. That's Eric France and Amaje Salveson here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 106.9TheFan.com, and of course, on our free mobile app, 106.9TheFan. Hope you are all having a wonderful Friday. Uh, Aggies dominate the San Jose State Spartans and do exactly what they're expected to do. And now we're rolling to a big one inside the spectrum tomorrow night, 4 tomorrow o'clock. Afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock against UNLV. This is a massive matchup with one of the hottest players in the Mount West Conference coming inside the spectrum. That is Bryce Hamilton. Uh, we have two pairs of tickets to give away. We'll do it during the 4 o'clock hour. You'll need to be here by 5 at this building to come pick those tickets up. Uh, we've got Jazz Basketball. Donovan Mitchell's playing tonight. We'll get here a little bit from Donovan Mitchell. We also have uh, Coach Van Park of Bear River, the athletic director, uh, a legend in Tremont, is being honored tonight. He's retiring after the year is over. Oh, I didn't know that. We will have Van Park on our show at 5.05. We'll talk to him for a few minutes. Awesome. Talk about his legendary career at Bear River as a coach and as an athletic director and what Bear River's meant to him as well. Uh, so we'll be looking forward to that. We'll do that in the second hour here. We also have our pick six. Uh, we have to get you ready for the weekend. That is a lot coming up. And we also want to hear from our wonderful listeners. Uh, text in or Gill Mortgage text line 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, appreciate all our wonderful listeners. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's roll, shall we? Let's get into it. Uh, let's start with Utah State basketball. And do you know what? I actually... 
need to go grab, Eric. <laughs> I need to go grab some tickets that you I You don't left. have them physically in your possession? I Not like in the studio at this very moment. Well, I need to go. I'll go pick up those tickets here in a little bit. Yeah, uh, we need to figure out how we're going to give them away. Yeah, we do actually need to figure out how you want to give those away. Have you figured out a way yet, Eric? Um, I've been really busy trying to cut a promo from 45 to seconds to 20 seconds. So I haven't really had time. What have you been up to besides watching James Harden videos? <laughs> huh? Huh? I watched huh? a lot of James Harden videos. Yes, you did. Today. Eric, we're not, trading for, we're not trading for James oh Harden. So word. please, please stop. Holy cow. Please stop studying the guy. The total lack of defense and just not – he doesn't care. It's not like he does. he's like a bad defender. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Somebody was putting together I a thread that. today, and it's just – I've seen a thread like this before when he was in Houston, but um, it, it's resurfaced again. And the folks in, in in Brooklyn are really tired of, of Harden. And they're like, it's time to move on. Okay. So this, he, our big three just never worked out. Here's the thing is that, Eric, when he first got there – all the Nets fans were like, oh my gosh, man, we got an elite score. Gets to the free throw line. He's going to be a big part of our offense. And this is going to be great. And now, they're like, oh, James Olivegarden Harden. Get rid of the guy. He's he's too much dead weight. We don't like him. We never wanted him in the first place. That's what this is all the time. And here we are again. All right. And here we are again. 9315, instead of a hot mic for AJ, it's more like a hype mic. Oh, no. Eric, see, this is kind of the crap you pull. Wait, no, I didn't. No. I wasn't yes, making a short you joke. You made a short joke, and you know you did, too. I was talking too. about your editing skills. You know skills. you did. Shame on you. Because you cut up audio all the time. You take these long audio bits, and you shorten them into I know what you're trying little to do. clips that we can do here I on know the what you're trying press. to do right now, and this is not... It is very unacceptable, Eric. Very unacceptable for you. You're above this. 435-339-0321. To join us on the Guild Mortgage text line, <laughs> um, should, we, should we do this? Let's do this. What? For the tickets. I feel like this is going to be a bad idea, but go ahead. Uh, it'll be uh, something from last night's game. Okay. What in the world? Where is it? You've the tickets? No, not the... Uh, Eric, you think I'm looking for the tickets on the computer screen. Well, I don't know what you're huh? doing over there. You really think I'm looking for the tickets on the computer screen. Oh, boy. All right, what, what are we going to do, Eric? Eric, should I, should I write it really in bold letters on a piece of paper and show it to you? And then you give me the yes or no? I feel like you're making a short joke here. No, it's... I, I, will, I will write it in longhand. Okay. Okay, I know I you're... I don't know shorthand. Oh, oh, that's So funny. it might take me just a second. You know what's going to take you a second? Where is this game? Oh, there it is. All right, so let's uh, we'll, let's recap last night's game. We'd love to hear from our listeners. 435-339-03. Are we streaming? Can someone, if you're... Piranhas, we should be streaming. Piranhas, can you hear us right now? Piranhas checking into you. Or anybody who's listening to our app or computer or whatever it is. Let us know that we're streaming. Uh... Do, 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 had, da, 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 da. Okay. Is that a good one? Yeah, I just got to look it up to make sure I have the right answer. Oh, fetch. I got to type in the password. Is it really? Yep. Really? Yeah. Should we do that? Let's do that. Okay, fine. Because we, we have, we have it, two tickets. Two, no, right? We have two pairs of tickets. Two pairs of tickets. You don't listen to me, do you? Okay, so we'll give away our first pair. And if, and if you can answer this question. Okay. 
Go. The first one to text in to our Guild Mortgage text line with the correct answer. Piranha says we're streaming. Good. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, the first person to correctly answer by texting into our text line will get a the first pair of tickets for tomorrow afternoon's game, Utah State versus UNLV. Okay. The question is, Okay. how many players for, I should classify this, no, it doesn't matter. How many players had a double-double last night in the Utah State versus San Jose State basketball game? How many players had a double-double? First one to correctly text in the answer at 435-339-0321. You get a pair of tickets to tomorrow afternoon's game to see Utah State take on you UNLV. You need to be here by 5 o'clock. No later than that. 5662 just won a pair of tickets. Look at that. Two. Fast. He says. And correct. All right. Bonus points. Doesn't matter for winning, but uh, who were they? Yeah. Who were they? And what were the stats? They had one equal stat. Which one was it? By the way, that's back-to-back games. They've had the same number on the exact same stat. Really? It is. In fact, Eric, they had two exact numbers on the exact same stat for back-to-back games. Wow. That's so cool. (laughs) Five, six, six, two. You're correct. It was Bean and Horvath. And how impressive were they, Eric? Bean ends up going 18 points, and he had to work for those 18 points. There was a lid. That was welted to the top of the rim, to the top of the bucket for the Aggies. Like Bean takes a pull-up jumper that he hits 99.9% of the time, and it hits the back rim. Horvath takes a turnaround hook shot with a right, and it like rolls all around the rim and then falls out. But Bean ends up with 18 points on 7-16 shooting, 2-3 from deep. He also had 11 boards and 5 assists. Horvath, 19 points, 11 boards, 5 assists. The rebounds and assists are both the same numbers for both players for the second game in a row. Pretty darn cool. That is cool. Uh, Horvath finished with a plus 16, as did Idle Rock, and Bean was a plus 18. In fact, uh, every starter was in the plus category. Barristow 15, Ashworth 18, uh, Horvath, Idle Rock at 16, and Bean at 18. Man, that is impressive. And uh, they got to a slow start, picked it up pretty quickly after. There are a lot of really good things to unpack here. Um, five, six, six, two, eleven boards, five assists for both. Yeah, incredible. Just how they're they're really in sync right now. Um, but uh, remember, five, six, six, two. Come down to eight ten west, two hundred north before five o'clock. I need to go grab those tickets and go. You uh, just chat for uh, you know. Tell the uh, listeners how your uh, you're going to be house gone for looks. A short Give them break. a tour of your house right now. You're just going to step away for a short break. Oh, you know I just I'll just keep I just I just keep going. No, but <laughs> but you know, look at you look at this team and how they're playing together as a team collectively in this stretch right now. It's so fun to watch. Uh, one of the big things last night: the assist to turnover ratio really, really low. Twenty four assists to only five turnovers, but then also the assists to field goals made: twenty four assists, thirty one field goals. And we heard this from Rylan Jones earlier, and uh, uh, just that the, when he came back and uh, what the team was like and what he missed while he was gone, and kind of comparing what's going on now versus when they were in that stretch of, of just not having enough to win games, is that there's no hero ball. And he didn't say it in so many words, but we've seen it, and we kind of know it. Uh, the, the, the team is is playing collectively as a unit. 
right? The way that they're sharing the ball, getting multiple guys involved, but also in that process, the evolution of Sean Barristow. RJ Edelrock, something is finally starting to click for him. Like, Barristow, outside shooting really wasn't there last night, but he's still trying to make things happen. He's attacking the basket. He's trying to be involved. Uh, RJ Edelrock, he's being more aggressive. He was three for six from beyond the arc. Good offensive game for him. Uh, 11 points, four boards, two assists, one steal. So uh, I'd love to see how that uh, time it was it was tough when they were losing those games, but they were competitive. And through that process, they've kind of refined a few things, had that little break to collect themselves, and now they're coming out on fire. Was it like four straight? They've won four in a row. Yep. And all of them by 16 or more points. Yeah, the impressive thing, and you talk about Bearstow's shot not falling. Beans wasn't falling early. So what did he do? Started finding people with better shots who were a little bit more in rhythm. Got them the ball. They started making shots. And Bean hits a three, and then all of a sudden the net looks like an ocean to him. Uh, he ends up uh, from deep. He went, he went, what, two or three from three? But it was just his passing that then got him to get some confidence to say, hey, now let's go try and attack the basket. Let's try and make some shots here. Let's get let's start pulling away here. Uh, and that's what good veteran players do. Bean was that guy last night. Really impressive stuff. Uh, Shulga was absolutely yeah, I, phenomenal. I was going to ask your opinion of Shulga. I, just... Man, I Shulga nine weeks ago and Shulga now are two entirely different players. There was one play in the post where he drove to the rim to the left side, stopped, and on a pivot, the guy bit on the fake, and he had an open layup. But then another guy slid in and trying to contest the layup. So what does he do? He instead finds Horvath, who's just to his right, on a beautiful give in midair. Horvath puts it in and gets the foul as well. Like, Shulga, nine weeks ago, is going to try and attempt a shot that's probably going to get swatted. Shulga now says, let me try and find somebody else with a better opportunity. The swag, the confidence, and the IQ that he's playing with now, especially on the defensive side of the ball, has been just so much fun to watch. I am really, really impressed with Matt Shulga right now. He's growing. Brylon Jones came off the bench again. Yes. Ashworth logged 31 minutes. He was only 3 for 10. But he had 31 minutes on the court. Ryland only had 19. Are we seeing this as a, this is what the new starting lineup's looking like? And Ryland's one of the first guys off the bench? Or is this just about him getting conditioning back until because of the, all the time that he missed? Uh, you want me to be honest? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is where we're at. And, and, and for a couple reasons why. And I talked a little bit about this last night because I knew Ashford was going to start. The thing about Utah County people is that they annoy the crap out of you and I. Right? They annoy the crap out of our listeners. We can't stand BYU people. Ashworth is from Utah County. And though he's not annoying to you and I, defensively, he's an annoying little gnat. He is there in your grill. I mean, his chin is right in your elbow. He's bodying you up. He's playing defense that is just a little you-know-what. And and opponents hate it. And and he got in Bradley of San Diego State. He got in his head. He did a great job against Nevada. I thought he was phenomenal on the defensive side of the ball last night. He may have not shot well, but defensively, he is better than Ryland Jones. I love what Ashworth has given you on the defensive side of the ball. 
and that alone, I think, is going to give him the starting minutes over Ryland Jones. I, I think this will be a permanent switch the rest of the way. The, you will see a lot of Ryland Jones as we go along the season, just not in the starting lineup. Ashworth with nine points, three assists, one steal, two boards. Jones with six points, two assists, one rebound. So, I mean, while Ashworth was only three of ten uh, shooting, I mean, he still did a lot of important things for the team. And as you pointed out, defensively, it's a big deal with what he's doing. And then with Barstow and Idle Rock, I mean, you've got some bigger guards out there on the floor anyway. So his size is not necessarily a detriment anymore. Um, and again, it's being able to take a good player out of the rhythm. We're going to find out how much Ashworth is growing on the defensive side of the ball tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon when uh, when Bryce Hamilton, who just lit up Colorado State with 40 points, comes into our house. That guy can play, he can shoot, and he'll probably be on an all-Mountain West team. We're going to find out how good Ashworth has grown and how much he has grown on the defensive side of the ball. He will start tomorrow afternoon. Uh, and it's going to be really interesting to see what it, what he looks like. There may be a time when Rylan Jones is the better play as a starter sure. based on what the matchup is and what the team sure. needs. So I, I don't think that I don't think it's fair to say that Rylan Jones has permanently lost his starting no, position. I, okay, so let me rephrase this. Ashworth is the better option to start than Rylan Jones. I mean to say to say it mean like he lost it permanently is not fair to say. Though that is like it's Division One basketball, you don't have to play kid games anymore. It's look, we want to be able to do what we have to do to win, go win a basketball game. You've won four in a row with Ashworth as your starting point guard. So all of a sudden, you want to just detract from that, go back to Ryland. I think what you're doing right now works. I think defensively, it's been incredible. I think they're shutting down teams, especially the perimeter from from deep. I like what Ashworth is giving you defensively. I love, 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 love Ryland. And I think Rowland's going to do just fine coming off the bench, and he's going to provide just as big of a punch offensively and defensively coming off the bench than he would be as a starter. I think this works out very, very well. Uh, by the way, Hamilton in his game with the Rebels against the Wolfpack earlier this week, 17 points, two assists, five boards. He also led his team in turnovers. He had three. Um, six for 17 Shooting, So not a good shooting night for him. Certainly the highest volume shooter on the team. Played the most minutes on the team. Um, it, it's it's a rivalry game. I get it. But uh, it, he did lead the team. He, well, he tied Williams off the bench for the most points with 17. But uh, he can have nights where he can really pour it on. Look, 17 is a respectable number in college basketball. But uh, it's a little bit of an off night for him compared to some of the other nights we've seen. Yeah, but that every team has an off night, right? Like, I mean, Bean had Bean was seven to sixteen from the field. Idle Rock was four of eight, but Horvath was eight of sixteen. Um, Ashworth was three of ten. Like, you're going to have off nights. That's basketball. Here's here's what Hamilton has done in his last couple of games. As you mentioned, forty five. He dropped forty five on Colorado State. When they beat the Rams, eighty-eight to seventy-four, and he was a big part of that. Oh yeah, seven boards and five assists to go along with it. Uh, in a loss to San Diego State, where they really they got creamed, uh, he scored twenty-three points. In their win over San Jose, he had thirty, and in their loss to uh, Air Force, he had thirty-two. Um, but uh, you know, 
Five boards the other night, seven boards against Colorado State, six against San Diego State, nine against the Spartans, seven against Air Force. So here's a guard that can score but also go and get a bucket and, or get a rebound. So you always have to be aware of where he is on the floor because if he's not scoring, he's going after a second-chance opportunity. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing is you, you have to be able to box out and play a full possession of the shot clock against UNLV. They'll find ways to extend the shot clock possession. Uh, 3862 text into our Gilmore's text line. I love having Ryland back. It just adds to our depth. Also, Barristow and Shilga are both coming on strong. I hope this team peaks at the right time. I think we're getting there. I don't think they're at their best, and they, and they will be the first to admit it. But they're getting there. Right. This is an improved team over these last few weeks, no doubt. 9315. Uh, don't you mean Splashworth? It's not like we don't leave out the... The flair, he would be sad. I think Jones is fine any way you put him in the game because he is a good basketball player and cares about the team. Yeah, I would agree. I, I think Jones is there to he's a team player. I and and look, it's Division One basketball. You don't need to play games with dad, right? This isn't this isn't. Hey, your dad is a really cool guy, so we're gonna do this. It's just simply based on the fact that. Uh oh. This is simply based on the fact that uh, this team has been playing really, really well with the starting lineup that it is. What's going on, Eric? We just got more tickets to give oh, away. Oh, come on, people. Shania's got to go home. <laughs> so I have four in my hand. You have another two in yours? Wait, you have four? Yeah, she just gave me four more tickets. All right, who wants to go to the UNLV-Utah State game tomorrow afternoon, huh? I mean, our text line's been pretty quiet here. We gotta, we gotta rank this thing up a little bit, you know. All right, who wants to go, huh? We got four people who've texted in. Well, we need a little trivia, right? Do we do trivia? Make it simple. Best yes. short joke wins. Okay, never mind. No, that's not. Trivia. No, that's what you want to do. That's not trivia. Yes, it is. That's not hard. Oh, oh, that's cute. All right. Big showdown last night in the Mountain West between. Wyoming Boise. and Boise State. Oh, my gosh. Dude, can I just say I'm happy for Wyoming? Like, I'm so thrilled for Wyoming to have success. Well, there goes my uh, trivia question. But, um, yes, good for Wyoming. I'm going to say who won the game. Are was, you serious? Yeah, that, make it simple. That was your trivia question, Eric? Why not? Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? You make me sick. Uh, um, who was the leading scorer? Should we do that? That's a little more complicated. Who was the leading scorer for the Cowboys? Ah, good. Good. You get the four-pack for that one. Really? It's a little more challenging. You get four tickets. Uh, 9315, how about you add a me and greet with Audrey outside the spectrum to hand-deliver the tickets? Uh, only if Tomorrow. you will allow him uh, to have his photo taken. I'm not doing photos. I am not doing photos. It's not what you said to that nice lady who showed up. You gave her tickets, and she wanted a picture with you, and you did. No, Eric. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Who was the leading scorer of the Wyoming Cowboys in their victory over Boise State last night? <laughs> five six five four has won a few times. Should we let him win again? If he gets it right, and he can use the tickets. Well, he got it right. The correct answer is Graham Ek. That's correct. Uh, that is the uh, correct answer. That's what he guessed. Ek had thirty-three points. He was a 
beast in the low post. 33 points, 10 boards. He's definitely making a case to be on that All-Mountain West team. All right. So, 5654. You just won some tickets. Uh, come over here to the building and pick up these tickets, and Shania will give them to us. Before 5 o'clock. Before 5 o'clock. All right, we got one more pair of 810 tickets. 810 West, 200 North in Logan. All right. The next question. To win you a pair of tickets, the final pair we've got to give away. Um, we'll make it easy. Well, we'll make it easy. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Okay, yeah, we will. Who was the head coach when UNLV won their last national championship? Mm. Okay. Who in basketball. In college basketball. I, I don't I know don't if they've won, they've won any other won that, national championships. But. Who was the last head coach when UNLV won their last national championship for UNLV men's basketball for the Running Rebels? 435 on the uh, Guild Mortgage text line, don't answer if you can't use the tickets. Yeah, you got to be able to use them, and you got to get here by 5 o'clock. Uh, anybody? This cannot be a hard question. Someone's got to know it. Uh, let's see here. 931. Oh, there it is. 6834. You are right. Jerry Tarkanian, the towel man. That's right. That's when UNLV went undefeated. That was part of a back-to-back -back national championship appearance. Boy, they were really, really good back in that day. Uh, 6834, you just won yourself a pair of tickets. Come over to 810 West 2nd North, and you are going to tomorrow's afternoon's game. Tip off at 4 o'clock, which yes. means pregame coverage on our sister station, KVNU. We'll start at 3 with Al Lewis and Jalen Moore. Hey, sh shameless pug, but the women play at 8 o'clock. Go home, go out, go grab yourself some dinner, some yum-yums, come back and watch the women basketball play. Yeah, be yeah. great to support the Yankees. Absolutely. Go out All there and uh, watch the gals play. So, uh, should be a good one. All right. So, uh, we've got tickets that we need to go deliver. I'm, we're going to take a break. Come back. We'll talk some more Aggie basketball if you want to. Or if you want to talk about Brian Harson, he's obviously having a wonderful day. We could talk about Brian or James Harden. He's having a great day. I mean, these poor people. What, what went wrong Friday? <laughs> I'm telling you. Failure Friday. Failure Friday. All right, that's all coming up here on the Full Court Press. 1069, The Fan. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. If you're a Cowboys fan, you can blame the refs all you want. You trailed the entire game. There was a play earlier in the game when Jimmy Garoppolo, on a fourth and inches, complete bonehead play. It's like a high school play. He didn't let Trent Williams, his left tackle, who moved to the right side, get set. It's a total bonehead play. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Don't know about you, but I adore my dog, Winston. However, I don't adore the occasional accident. This is Dow with ChemDry of Northern Utah. With ChemDry's specially formulated pet urine removal treatment, we'll help take care of those unsightly pet stains and odors. Even severely damaged carpets can be saved with ChemDry's revolutionary methods. Pets are part of the family too, so until we can learn to potty train them, calling us is the next best option. ChemDry of Northern Utah's pet urine removal treatment. Northern Utah, can drive in Northern Utah. 435-752-6100. 
cold weather is here. Let the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah's fireplace category help you update your home with Heat and Glow's full line of gas or wood-burning products. Building a new home? Let the professionals at Advanced Fireplace and Stove design and install your fireplace. From traditional to modern, Heat and Glow has something for every design and every budget. Install a product that will allow your family to make memories for years to come. Stop by at their showroom or visit them at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. Mountain Land RV presents the second annual Cache Valley RV Show this weekend at the Cache County Fairgrounds Event Center. Come tour a huge selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and more inside the Event Center. Mountain Land RV will have financing available and tons of free prize giveaways. RV brands like Keystone Hideout, Primetime Avenger, Bullet, Sprinter, and Cherokee Wolfpack toy haulers. It's this weekend, February 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The biggest outdoor show Cache Valley's ever seen. Mountain Land RV presents the second annual Cache Valley RV Show at the Cache County Fairgrounds Event Center. See you there. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farm or business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It is the Full Court Press. That's Eric France and Amadre Salas. And thanks for joining us, however, wherever you're doing so on 106.9 The Fan. Grateful to have you guys around. 5662. Ajay, do you know the price of the tickets for the women's games? Yeah, they're cheap. Um, crap, man. I don't know. But they're We'll a see l- if we can find out. Oh, wait. Someone asked about the gymnastics tickets, too. I think. Gymnastics tonight. Yeah. Uh, big thanks to Amy Smith coming on yesterday. Uh, head of gymnastics. If you want to find that interview, you can do it on our podcast on 1069thefan.com. Uh, and be able to find that and listen to Coach Amy Smith. The gymnastics take on Southern Utah and Ball State in a tri-meet. Women's basketball is tomorrow at 8 o'clock after the men's game, which is a 4 o'clock pregame with Al at 3 o'clock for the men's basketball. Uh, I don't know the prices for women's games, Eric. Okay, what time is the women's game? 8 o'clock. I know it says 1. They I'm looking on the USU like ticket site and it says one. Yeah, they, so don't be fooled. Yeah, don't be fooled. It is at eight o'clock tomorrow night. They cannot play at one. Six bucks for an adult, three for youth. Oh, see, six for adults, three for youth. That's not bad. I that's perfect. Great. Go out and support the men and the women's basketball teams. Uh, hopefully, we can get a pair of three straight Aggie wins. Get one. Well, actually, four straight Aggie wins. Get one on a Thursday. Gymnast win on a Friday. Men's and ba- men's women's basketball win on Saturday. That would be some kind of a weekend for the Aggies to celebrate. Hey, how for, about uh, it's the same price for gymnastics? By the way, six for adults. Oh, is it three dollars for youth? Okay, there you go. Hey, uh, Eric, how about BYU last night? Favored to beat San Francisco and absolutely get slapped around by the San Francisco Dons. This was a beating. But the the Cougars are really heading in an opposite direction. <clears throat> They're still. Ranked pretty well in the net. They're at 37. But, um, but yeah, they they lost the other night to who, Santa Clara? Uh, uh, yeah, they lost to Santa Pacific, Santa Clara, or Santa Clara Pacific, and now San Francisco. 
And who do they got on tomorrow night, Eric? Do you know? Uh, give me a second. Because I, I, if I remember right, they have a tough one tomorrow night too. Like, this is a big week for BYU, and it is falling off their laps as we speak. Let's see. So BYU, uh, they're five and four in yep. their conference right now. Yep. Hey, by the way, do you love how BYU fans are upset that uh, Joel Lenardi does not? Like, he has them falling off the radar. Still in the tournament as an at-large bid, but falling off the radar. And well, they BYU lost fans three in a row. And BYU fans are like, we should be an automatic lock based on our schedule and who we've had to play. I'm like, that's not that's how this not works, how, bro. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they lost to Santa Clara. They lost to Pacific. Last night, they lost to San Francisco. And on Saturday, they have Gonzaga. Is that at Gonzaga? Or no, oh? it's in Provo. BYU's had their luck against Gonzaga They've at home. Typically played them pretty well. Gonzaga's but... on a whole. I mean, look, you've got to pick yourself up off the ground after getting just flattened by San Francisco. I don't think Gonzaga's going to be as easy of a task, uh, and they're going to come in a little bit more motivated. So, for uh, those who are interested and don't count me as one of them, but that game will be on ESPN Saturday at eight o'clock. Well, we're going to be busy watching the women's basketball games, so you know what? Uh, good luck, BYU. Try not to blow it too badly. Uh, but, yeah, what a just crazy game. Uh, last night, Boise State-Wyoming. This was a great, great basketball game, Eric, between two of the top teams in the Mountain West Conference. Wyoming does win. Uh, foul trouble was all around that whole entire night for a lot of guys. For num- Yeah, numerous guys. Um, EK had issues. EK still was able to get to the line and uh, and and knock him down from the charity stripe. But uh, nine of fifteen for his free throws. Oh my gosh! Fifteen free throw attempts. How did Shaver do? Uh, Shaver, uh, not. I mean, at nine points. Uh, but Degenhart, he fouled out. Armus, he was in foul trouble. He had four fouls. Rice had four fouls. Um, Kijab Abu Kijab, he was the leading scorer for Boise State with 26. So it was a it was a big man's game, but uh, Ek ended up having having the edge there. Montanato was solid for Wyoming with 16 points, seven assists, four boards. So uh, it's a tie at the top right now. Boise State is eight and one. I guess technically they're still number one because Wyoming still has a makeup game. Uh, they have to get in there. Wyoming is seven and one. And then in third place is Colorado State uh, at 6-3 and three in conference play. Then San Diego State, which that doesn't make sense because they're 4-2, and two, but uh, they've got them listed behind the Rams. And then Fresno State, UNLV, Utah State. So Aggies and, and Rebels this weekend, that's a big game. That is a big game now. To, uh, to move ahead of UNLV and to keep climbing the ranks. Well, especially when you have a tough stretch coming up. Eric, next week, I believe they're at Colorado State, Utah State is. Is that right? They're at Colorado State. And then the following week, they're on a two-game road trip, Boise State and San Diego State. Yeah, they Utah really State, need to win this one. Uh, they've got actually Tuesday they're at Wyoming. And then on Friday, they are, they host Nevada. So that's what next week looks like for the Aggies. Wyoming's playing really, really good at home. And they're they're the look, they're the leaders of the Mountain West. Even though Boise had their first loss, Wyoming, the way they're playing right now. But look, the Aggies played the Cowboys tough. Yeah, absolutely. They gave themselves chances. So don't count the Aggies out, certainly, especially the way that they're playing right now. 
A couple texts came in. We'll get to these. 4260, BYU is going to the NIT. If they get swept by Gonzaga, if they get... Did they have, did they they beat St. Mary's in their first game, right? They got St. Mary's again. Yeah, St. Mary's coming up. They need to split with St. Mary or they need to sweep St. Mary's. Yeah, NIT could be a possibility if they don't clean things up soon, that's for sure. Uh 6543, how many more losses can BYU have to be a bubble team? They can't afford anymore. If you get swept by San Francisco, you get swept by Gonzaga, even though you sweep St. Mary's, they're still need to get they're gonna have to sweep with or split with Santa Clara now. So as we mentioned, they just pulled their schedule up again. They've got Gonzaga this Saturday. Uh they don't play until next Thursday at Loyola Marymount. And they uh so they, they uh lost to Gonzaga earlier in the year. They beat St. Mary's earlier in the season. But uh, so they're they've this is their remaining schedule: hosting Gonzaga at Loyola Marymount, at Pepperdine, at St. Mary's, then host Loyola Marymount, and then host Pepperdine. So Those are winnable it's games, easy that man. they've got two more losses in there at least. Yeah, though they're still winnable games though for a team like that. So I would, how many more losses? I would say two. It, actually, no way. I'll say one. To be a bubble team to the tournament? Yeah. One. One. Because one. they lost to Santa Clara and Pacific. And that's that includes why. the tournament. Yeah. Their I own would conference agree. tournament. Look, okay, so wait. Time out. If they get they're to... They're like fifth in their own conference right if now. If they get to the semifinals in the in the WCC, they're in the tournament, right? No doubt. But did they get to the finals? No. They, if they get to the semifinals of their conference tournament, they're in the NCAA tournament without question. Uh, it probably depends on who else is there. I mean, because that's a four-bid team. You got San Francisco, Gonzaga, St. Mary's, and maybe BYU. Uh, maybe. M- maybe. I mean, Gonzaga, I mean, yeah, they're number two overall. St. Mary's, their overall record, they're 18-4. and four. San Francisco's 18-5. and five. BYU, they benefited from a good non-conference, you know, uh, winning games. They're seventeen and seven overall, but they're one, two, three, four, five, sixth. They're sixth in their own conference. So, I think they have to be in the championship game to be considered. And that'll be tough to do. Nine three one five says, "I still think YBU will lose the game tomorrow to Gonzaga." I, I do too. I think Gonzaga goes in there with a little bit of. Uh little bit of uh, oil and vinegar and is salty from last year's loss at BYU and takes care of business this time. 6211. When are you going to give away the tickets for the Aggie game on Saturday? Dude, I already did it. I already, already did it. Already done. Hey, we warned everybody too, I thought. Sorry, 6211. We've already done We it. had a short window to give them away because people yeah. had to be able to come down and get them. Yep. Shania's got to go home. Uh, okay, so here's the standings in the Mount West Conference as we speak. In fact, let's just go over last night's games first before we do that. Uh, last night, Utah State, again, they are winners over the uh, San Jose State Spartans by 17 points, if I can do my math right, Eric. Uh, and then Boise State beat Wyoming 72-65, 16-point win, by the way, for the Aggies. And then tomorrow, UNLV's at Utah State, San Jose State's at Boise State, New Mexico will be at Air Force. Standings in the Mount West Conference look like this. Boise State, as you mentioned, Eric, already. Boise State's 8-1. Wyoming, 7-1. San Diego State's 4-2. and 
Colorado State six and three, Fresno five and three, UNLV five and four, Utah State five and five, Nevada three and five, Air Force three and six, New Mexico one and eight, and San Jose State still winless, zero and nine on the season. Wow. So if Utah State wins tomorrow, that's a massive win because then you probably put yourself, based on the fact that you've played more games than Fresno, you probably put yourself in the fifth place going into Colorado State next week. No, it's no, Wyoming, Wyoming next week. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough ask. But the way that they're playing right now, I like Utah State. They'll be competitive in that one. Wyoming's had some close ones. They're not they're not blowing people's socks off. They're getting wins. Give them credit. But uh, Utah State can hang with these guys. they got to uh, get past UNLV first. Uh, Joe Lenardi right now currently on his bracketology. I know we're only in February, so we need to just take a deep breath and calm down. But why not? Anyways, this is fun. Uh, he, right now he has four teams from the Mountain West Conference in the NCAA tournament. And this is what the four teams look like. He currently has Wyoming and Creighton in a playing game at the 11th spot. San Diego State and Oregon in a playing game at the 12th spot. He has Boise State as an eight seed playing Miami in Portland. That's a favorable. That's a really favorable game for Boise State. Take that any time of the day. Uh, the winner of the Wyoming-Creighton game would get Tennessee. The winner of the San Diego State game uh, with Oregon would get Ohio State in Portland. That's a home game for San Diego State. That'd be a home game for Oregon. That's a 12 seed playing in Portland against Ohio State. Oh, man. Buckeye fans would be upset about that one. Uh, and then the fourth team, Eric, would be Wyoming, right? I can't find Wyoming on the list now, though. Or I already say Wyoming. Do, 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 do. Who am I missing here? Mountain West. Well, while you look that up, uh, Jerry Palm on CBS, he's got Wyoming as an eight seed, Colorado State as a nine seed, San Diego State as a 10, and Boise State as an 11, which well, I'm a little surprised at how low he's got Boise State. Yeah, me too. Uh, six eight three four. Yes, you need to come to the station to get your tickets. Eight ten West Second North, please. Five six six two. If I remember right, Aggies were missing Idle Rock against Wyoming. I think the Aggies go to Laramie and get the win. Wyoming is playing their best right now and are tough at home. But the Aggies are a very different team than a couple weeks ago. Absolutely agree. Yes, I, I agree. Oh man, I love the confidence you give them. That that's a great point. Uh, By the I, way, uh, Palm has uh, BYU as a 12 seed, and there are four teams from the West Coast Conference that he's got in. I can't find the fourth team for oh, Colorado State. 10 seed playing Iowa in San Diego. Iowa is a 7 seed would have to go to the West Coast. That's brutal. Uh, he also has Utah State as one of the next four outs. Not first four out, the next four out. Yeah, they're, they're getting closer. They they're are. They're moving closer. up the list. Yeah. Isn't that crazy after a team that lost to UC Davis, Eric, is now a team that's being considered as a next four out in the 68-team bracket? Does that just boggle you at some point? It's about your resume. They've played some good teams in the non-conference. They've played against good competition in the Mountain West. And I think that speaks volumes just to the play of the Mountain West in general, that uh, these teams playing each other, the, the top tier, those are those are those can be quad one games within the Mountain West Conference, and we don't see that all the time. So uh, Utah State's been competitive in those games. Now they're starting to win, so they should get some consideration. 5338, I was not spitting. I was sharing my personal moisture in this dry climate. Signed, Mac. Who's that? 
Mac Etienne. Who is that? A hockey player? I don't know. Oh. Sorry, I'm not. <laughs> Help us out, 5338. 9948, do you think Brock Miller will enter the NBA draft? No, he will not. Nope. Back issues are, are just, I mean, it's just become a huge problem for him. Well, if he, if not, he wants to declare, sure. Yeah. But is he going to be considered? Very highly doubtful. I highly, highly doubt it. Um, he's, I went, and do not rule him out for the season, by the way. I'll, I'll put it that way. Uh, we need to take another timeout. Yes, we do. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back. More of the full court press. We have to do our pick six. Oh, I still owe you. Oh, yeah. I got you some donuts. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I bought those with my own monies. Don't call me a liar. Ooh, look, there's a jelly donut. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. This set up perfectly for Dallas. You have a good offense. You have impact players on defense. You had home field advantage. And then you beat yourself. You do stupid things. You let the 49ers manhandle you for the first three quarters. You let Jimmy Garoppolo beat you. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurances, including Select Med. Call the allergy clinic at 753-7880. 753-7880. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Imagine the other team has an ace in their starting lineup. He's fast, relentless, and his field goal percentage is 73%. What's your team's defensive strategy against a player like that? Well, that player is ransomware. And in 2020, 73% of ransomware attackers succeeded in holding their victims' data hostage. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. I get asked all the time, do I have to sign up for Medicare? Check out our website, lssins.com, or call 752-9493. Medicare doesn't have to be confusing. We have the answers to all your questions and will help each step of the way. With decades of experience, we'll guide you through each step. There is no cost to work with LSS Insurance. We make Medicare easy. Call 752-9493. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Nothing feels better. Nothing is more relaxing than a massage. A deep tissue or a relaxing Swedish massage from Academy Massage at the Sports Academy. Buy your sweetie a massage and get a 10% discount through Valentine's Day. Relax, rejuvenate, and revitalize yourself with a massage for both of you. 10% off all massages through Valentine's Day at the Sports Academy. This offer valid for members and non-members. The Sports Academy, your club, your results, your life. 
This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. It is the Full Court Press wrapping up hour number one. Coach Van Park being honored tonight at Bear River High School will be joining us here at the top of the 5 o'clock hour to talk about his great career with Bear River High School Athletics. Obviously, he had a wonderful coaching career, now stands as the athletic director. He'll be retiring at the end of the year. Excited to uh, chat with uh, Coach. Good stuff. Yeah, there. that'll right. be it. I'm excited for that. Yeah, There's too. been some changes lately with um, – Notable coaches uh, there, and just what it's like navigating the modern era and how things have changed over his t- tenure. That'll be interesting. That'll be fun. Nine nine four eight. So you mean an NBA team wouldn't want wouldn't like a player that only shoots bricks from three point range? Okay, let's be nice. Six five four three. With how many average bad teams there are in this conference, what grade would you give this conference as a whole? You know, I'd say a B. Like, I know Nevada's struggling a little bit, but I still think they are they can get you. UNLV's not a horrible team. I think the really only bad teams are New Mexico and San Jose State, Eric. Yeah, I, I agree. I think there's really only two bad teams. I think you've got some teams that are competitive, but um, they're not, not able to get a lot of wins. But, um, but the top, Part of the conference oh, is really good. Just, I mean, it's a gauntlet. It's really good. Colorado State, Wyoming, Boise State, and San Diego State are four. Half the conference is in the top sixty in the net. Okay, so what half? Okay, more uh, than half. Give me. I I know this is almost nearly impossible, but what would you need to have happen for maybe five teams to go into the NCAA tournament from the Mount West Conference? Like, cause Utah State isn't the worst team in the world. Uh, they're they're this close from being like one lost team right now. Well, you need by the end of the regular season to have one Mountain West team ranked in the top twenty-five. Okay. And then that team would need to surprisingly lose in like the semifinal, or maybe even earlier than that. Okay. Uh, and then it's everybody else that's still in that top half has to win out. And I think a team like Utah State would need to be in the championship game and probably win the championship game yeah, yeah. to be an automatic qualifier. Because here's what I think. If Boise State can continue their trend upward, Wyoming does the same, San Diego State's ditto, Colorado State I think is in. If those teams, if you have Boise State, if Boise State ends up being ranked or Wyoming ends up being ranked going into the Mountain West Conference Tournament, if Boise State were to play Wyoming and beat them, then I think Wyoming and Boise State are in. Again, if Wyoming's ranked, Colorado State and San Diego State need to be in the semifinal. And like you said, Utah State would need to be in the championship. So Utah State needs to play, like, for example, if they were playing Boise State, get to the championship and pro- probably win it. Because then Colorado State, 
and Wyoming are in. Boise State in the semifinals should put him in. San Diego State in the championship should put him in. And Utah State winning it would put him in. Five teams. Unreal. The chances that that could happen. It's happened before. It has. It's been a little while. Yeah, I think mean, 13. But it's happened before. 2013, I think, is the last time it happened. And that conference back in that day. Whoo, whoo, whoo. Wow. They were good. Uh, again, last night, Utah State beat San Jose State. Tomorrow, Utah State's got Bryce Hamilton and co. coming into the spectrum. Pre-game at 3 o'clock with Al Lewis, Jalen Moore post-game. Uh, Al Lewis, Jalen Moore, and John Russell uh, with you. To, you guys can share your thoughts on the game. Call in, text in, be a part of the post game uh, on what we hope is an Aggie win. The Aggies, Eric, again, it is a major stretch coming up in just a week. You got call, you got at Wyoming, a game that you honestly got hosed by the referees. You lose that one, and then the following week you have Boise State, and no. yeah, the following week is when it's really brutal because you have two road games, and it's Boise State and San Diego State, right? Uh, yes, I believe that's correct. Best case scenario you want out of that, what is it? Out of those three road games, you would want... Well, to win them all. Okay, It's the best sorry. case scenario. Okay, most realistic best case scenario, because you're not going to win them all. Why not? Eric, they're not going to win at Boise State. Why not? Because Leon Rice and the refs... Will Played just... them tough here. Yeah, but that was here, Eric, and you lost. Now you got to go to Boise State and win? No way. Uh, not happening. They're, uh, they're in San Diego State on Tuesday, and then they're in Boise on Saturday the 19th. Um... Yeah, the, out of those three road games, Wyoming, San Diego State, and Boise State, what what's the best case scenario outside of winning all three? They'll go one and two. They win at call. They win at Wyoming, or it's at Wyoming, right? Yes, of those three road games that I mentioned, Wyoming, San Diego State, and Boise State. They'll win at Wyoming. They'll lose to Boise State and San Diego State. And I don't know if that San Diego State game is even close. See, I don't. I think the way they're playing and the way that they've been competitive, I think they go two and one. That would be incredible. That would be absolutely resume building, confidence building kind of a, a set. Not happening. I just I I wish I could say that, but it's tough. Nine three one five off. Just stop with the crazy talk. USU sure can win all three on the road. Top three teams. Yeah, uh, they were competitive, uh-uh. and the, they wouldn't. They weren't blown out. Okay, and Eric- they weren't playing their best basketball. Some of it you have to give those other teams credit, at but home. Utah State has changed. At they're a different home. team now. They were at home. I think I mean, what they're, all, they're at home for all three of those games, right? Yes. Yeah, and they lost them. Wait. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. At, at home for all three, and they lost. I'm sorry. One and two, and they get by a Wyoming. possession, by a one possession, and they were they're a better team now than they were then. And you have confidence that they can go on the road at these at these guys' place, Wyoming, Boise State, and San Diego State, and win. Yep. Oh, I love your optimism, Eric. Look He'll, what they did to the Aztecs. Look what they did on the road to uh, Reno. Nevada is not as good as San Diego State, Wyoming, or Boise State. Not even on the same level as those as those teams right now. Well, the Aggies beat the Aztecs by about the same margin. Oh, man. That is... I love your optimism. Hey, don't forget about being uh, optimistic with your car. Go to Napa Auto Parts and let them take care of you. Any of the locally owned with five locations from Preston to Providence. Always the best prices on the best parts, including a gate mouth tool bag for $5.99. Again, any of the five stores from Providence to Preston. 
let Napa take care of you. Napa knows how. They sponsor our next segment. Dan Patrick's Above the Noise coming up here in about 10 seconds. Coach Van Park coming up here in uh, about 15 minutes or 10 minutes. Talk about his great career in the second hour of the Full Court Press. Winning. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Jacksonville Jaguars have officially named Doug Peterson as their new head coach. Jags have been one of the more unstable franchises in the NFL for some time now. But there is hope in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence was considered the next great quarterback prospect last offseason. The signal caller struggled throughout the year. We don't know what the future holds for Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence, but this tandem has the potential to help each other out. Peterson is looking to prove his doubters wrong. He won a Super Bowl in Philadelphia. In fact, that was four years ago today, but was fired just two years later. As for Lawrence, it was clear Urban Meyer wasn't helping his development. Peterson could change all of that. At one point, Peterson had Carson Wentz playing at an MVP level and helped Nick Foles to a Super Bowl upset over Tom Brady. The Jags still have a long way to go for them to compete for a Super Bowl or even a playoff berth. But hiring a veteran coach like Doug Peterson seems like a pretty good first step. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Hey, it's me, your dream. What happened, man? We used to be tight. I say it's time we get back together. You and me, your dream, live in the van life in a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. You could start a business or build a log cabin, whatever you want. It's a Mercedes-Benz van, so it's chock full of innovative safety features. All I'm saying is don't forget about me. I, I mean, I am your lifelong dream. So what do you say? Let's head to the Mercedes-Benz Vans dealership and get that Sprinter. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historic low rates may be a great reason to refinance, but when matched with an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot, you could be saving money and paying more towards the bottom line. Call a Loan Depot loan officer and ask about our 27-year smart term loan or our 10-year arm loan. Get a great rate matched with a great loan by calling 866-888-LOAN or visit LoanDepot.com. At Loan Depot, home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number one seven four. Winter weather means your car is working harder. Get the parts to make your car run its best from your locally owned Napa Auto Parts stores. Receive a $20 rebate on the purchase of any Napa Legend battery. A 16-ounce can of seafoam mortar treatment, $7.99. A gate mouth tool bag, $5.99. And stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, $10. Always the best prices on the best parts at your five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. Napa this is Ryan at My Mattress. My wife and I were laughing the other day because she read an article about things not to buy online. The first thing was prom dresses. Dresses advertised versus dresses delivered. Needless to say, what people thought they were getting is not what they got. It's much the same with mattresses. Almost always, buying a mattress online ends in buyers being let down. At My Mattress, we try to always exceed expectations. Lower prices than online and better beds. Only at My Mattress. The home for Skyview Sports. Sports Talk Radio. KLGN Logan. 106.9 FM. 1390 AM. The Fan. We are. What you need to know. Making our way towards nine games tonight in the NBA. Four of them getting started this hour and three tipping off in the next few minutes, including the Cleveland Cavaliers in Charlotte to take on the Hornets. Boston also playing at Detroit. Chicago is at Indiana to face the Pacers. Utah will host the Brooklyn Nets, but 
There will not be James Harden suiting up in this contest. He'll sit with a left hamstring tightness. The Nets have lost six straight games, and now Sham Sharani reporting that Philadelphia will pursue a deal to send Harden to the city of brotherly love. A trade in the NBA as the Clippers deal Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a second rounder to Portland for Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Baltimore Ravens president Dick Cass retiring after 17 years. He will be replaced by former Browns executive Sashi Brown, who most recently was the president of Monumental Basketball that oversees the Washington Wizards. I'm Ralph Irvin. A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Hold up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It is the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, I'm A.J. Selvison, 502, your start time here on a Friday evening. Thanks for joining us. However, wherever you're doing, so on 1069 FM, 1390 AM, 1069thefan.com, and our free mobile app, 1069thefan. We'll love to have you be part of the show. Text in at 435-339-0321. As we ended the first hour, I was telling Eric that after Utah State's game with UNLV, they got road games in two weeks, or in, in the next two weeks, that include at Wyoming, at Boise State, at San Diego State. Eric is optimistic that the Aggies could... Go two and one, maybe three and zero. Oh. I said no way. One and two at best. Two three zero oh, five. Text into the show says I agree with you, Eric. They can win all through the way they are playing. Uh, they can win all the way through the way they are playing, and the roster is all contributing. Amen, brother. Nine three one five. Gotta at, believe. At the beginning of the show, Aj says USU has a change and is better now. At the middle of the show, he says they are not good. What way is it, janitor? Oh, oh, okay. You know what? Janitor's right. One and two in those three games, Eric. And I don't think that San Diego State game's that close. Six five four three. San Diego State will get offensive rebounds when we play them there. If we get one win on those road games, we will be doing good. Mm. Mm, Six like five it. four three is in Ajay's camp. I'm okay with getting one win. Just don't go winless. Get one of those games. That's big. Be road warriors. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, and just to hear a moment, we're going to be talking to Coach Van Park. He's the athletic director of Bear River. They're going to be honoring Coach Van Park tonight. Uh, Coach Van Park is going to be retiring at the end of this uh, school year and uh, will end his illustrious career with Bear River. We're so excited to have him on here. Eric, he'll be on here within, with us in just moments. Uh, 2305 says, backing Eric with a three-win-loss record on wow. the road. Okay. Awesome. Hey, I- I'm with you guys. If we can go 3-0... and Man, we're definitely in that at-large bid conversation. 
without question. Yeah, I'm absolutely with that. But I just don't see it being possible. Look, if over the next five games, that includes hosting UNLV and Nevada with trips to Wyoming, Boise State, and San Diego State. If Utah State rolls through the next two weeks and wins all of those games, they they won't be second or third in the standings, but they could be fourth, and they could be in the discussion as that fourth team from the Mountain West. It's absolutely possible. Look, in their losses, yeah, they lost those games to some of those teams, and those were in, in Logan. But they were competitive. They were fighting. They were trying to make it happen. They've improved. They lost those games by a possession. They're a better team now than they were then. And I, I like the depth that's developed off the bench as well. I just, I'm a, if I'm a, if it comes down to buying or selling, I'm a buyer right here on the way Utah State's playing right now and their chances to pick up some of these wins on the road. I love your confidence, and I'm grateful that you are confident, but my goodness, you might be a bit too confident at times, Eric. All right, uh, let's switch from the college courts to the high school court. This is really, really cool. And and someone, Eric, I think if you go around a lot of the area, especially in a high school, it can be hard to, to uh, get along with every single person because of the politic world. If there's one guy that I know, if I were to ask anybody from any school, any coaches, athletic directors, so on and so forth, what they think about Coach Van Park, it is always going to be good compliment stuff. High praise. Always, because he is so well-respected all over the place in Region 11 and a lot of places in the state of Utah. And today and tonight, Coach Van Park is going to be honored uh, by Bear River High School. He's going to be stepping down after the end of the year, but what he's done to the, for the community, for Bear River High School, for Region 11, will never, ever go unnoticed and will always be appreciated. He joins us now here on the Full Court Press. Coach, thank you so much. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Hey, Coach. Those kind words. Not, oh, not deserved. What, no, uh, that's, deserved. yeah. I, deserved. I'm sorry. We're going to disagree with you politely. That is <laughs> very much deserved. Coach, uh, when did you find out you were going to be honored tonight? Oh, about uh, 9 o'clock this morning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are a guy who's very. Out of it. You're very <laughs> humble about. Get out of it. You're very humble about these things. I know you try to be modest about what you've been able to do for Bear River High School, but what was your reaction when you were told that they were going to honor you tonight? I I just I know it sounds trite and stage, but it, it's very humbling, and uh, I hope I can get through it uh, <laughs> without my emotions coming out because I, I truly have been blessed to have come here and been blessed to be around so many great kids and so many great coaches, and I'm just very, very humbled. Coach, uh, when did you first start there at Bear River? I started in 95. I started in at Westside in Idaho at 88 in 1988 and was blessed to come here in 95. And briefly if you can i mean that's a that's quite the span of time but just how much have things changed just in high school athletics <laughs> in your time associated with bear river high school uh it it's changed dramatically the the game has changed a lot and is going to change even a lot more now we're getting the shot clock in and and uh you know that uh, there's just i i remember when i first started coaching that 
uh, I would get my team practice gear and they'd have it for all four years. And now you got to get new ones every single year and they got to be looking like my uniform used to when I was in high school, (laughs) (laughs) that kind of quality. And, and, uh, it's just gotten to be, you know, it, it follows every other thing, money in the pros and then the colleges and now in high school and, and to keep a quality program is is uh, a big expense now. Coach, you were a part of some, and in fact, you're the head coach of some great basketball teams and during your time, including a team that went 20, if I got this right, 23-1 in 2008 and 9 uh, in the 3A class, 9-1 uh, in your uh, in your league. What, uh, just the talent you had on the roster, are there any athletes to you that stood out that, you said, my goodness, he could be one of the best ever in Bear River Boys basketball. Well, like you said, that that was not only a talented team, but it was a true team. And there were different players that would have got recognized more had they not been such a, a, a team-oriented team that loved to just move the ball and, and get it to the open man. But, you know, Wade Bronson, he he's probably still one of the top in the state in dunks. I mean, I, we'd throw alley-oops to him, and he's just so athletic, but yet he was so unselfish. And, and uh, Matt Whalen, who was only 6'3", maybe, was one of the best high posts I've ever seen with being able to score or pass from that position. And, you know, it was, it was just a, a true team that loved each other. And I've never kept nine seniors but that year I did and even the two that came off the bench very seldom played a great role in in our ability to to have such a successful season and and uh, it's it's one that you can only dream about and then to be able to have my son on the team you know it's just a a dream come true coach what I know that uh, being an athletic director can create some interesting opportunities but also a lot of challenges and because you're trying to help all the teams with what they're doing with scheduling and buses and fundraising and I'm sure there's a dozen or millions of other things that we're leaving out there but what what was the most challenging aspect of being an athletic director at the high school level then what was the most rewarding for you I think the most challenging was just trying to get everything done in in a day. And uh, I remember my predecessor telling me his main advice was, uh, you don't know what you're going to expect every day, but just expect something's coming. And and, and that's true. You, you plan out your day. Uh, I'm kind of OCD about planning things out. And every day I it would get interrupted with so many other things whether it be parents, whether it be something breaking down, some whether it be a, a game change, whether it be, you know, there's just so many things that hit your plate. And then just trying to, to keep up with everything was was very difficult and, and the most challenging. Probably the most rewarding is still the kids. Uh, I just watching, even though I, I'm more in the background now, just knowing when I used to paint the football fields every week and, and seeing the kids appreciate it and and love to be out there on the football field and and the same in, in all aspects. We have great kids and 
if us adults can just stay out of their way, we have great kids, and and that's been been by far the highlight. Again, Coach Van Park joins us here on the Full Court Press. Coach is going to be honored tonight, and then he'll retire at the end of the year uh, from his position. Coach, when did you make that decision to step down, and what was that like? It was one of the top three or four decisions I've ever made. Um, you know, at 34 years, I was going to go another couple of years, and and uh, and it's I've had amazing support from the community, from my administration, from my coaches. It's just and my my family has just been unbelievable. But just my personality and and trying to please everybody and and get everything done. It's really started to affect my health and and uh, my grandkids. I, I want to play with them. I want to be healthy enough to play with them. I want to I want to maybe coach their little comp teams or and and be around and watch them be successful and so it kind of came down to that and and uh it was something me and my wife talked and and worried about and thought about for probably since last February or March. Hmm. Wow. Coach, you were at, you've been at Bear River for a very long time. Was there consideration about leaving there and going to other opportunities, and and what other opportunities kind of presented themselves for you? No, if I was if I was going to c- continue on either coaching or athletic director, I would not want to leave this area. It's been too good to me, and I I love it here. You know, I, I I'm anxious to see what some of the other opportunities. I I love to to uh speak to groups i i i I still love to work with kids i've told kids all the time that if they want i'll come to my house or whatever and we'll we'll work on some shooting or ball handling or whatever they want to work on and and uh hopefully i'll get an opportunity to to uh do some speaking and uh, I, i don't know i'm just really excited to tell you the truth to see what what uh, lies ahead? I know it's going to be a lot of time spent with my kids, and my grandkids, but um, other than that, I, I'm kind of excited because after 34 years, that this is all I know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what are you going to do with all your free time now? I know you got some grandkids and family and such. Uh, you going to finally take some time to yourself, or how does this work now for you? Well, I know my my wife's got a few things planned to get done <laughs> and a few vacations. It's been. She has been so amazing and patient, and there hasn't been a vacation that she'll get after me because I'm supposed to be focusing on my kids, and a phone call comes or a text or an email that I have to respond to, and and uh, you just can't get away from it. And so she's going to make me definitely. I don't know what we're going to do, but we'll go on a little vacation, and and uh, I'll actually be able to spend more time with the kids and grandkids and, and not have to worry about my phone. And then then do all those honeydews, and then I'm re- I really need to get and uh, do some things for my mom and help her out. I haven't been able to get uh, there very much at all. And, and uh, so there's just a lot of things that are going to change that I'm looking forward to. Coach Van Park, Athletic Director at Bear River High School, is going to be honored tonight as Bear River takes on Skyview. Is that, is that correct? Yes, yes, correct. Matchup, correct. Um, the, when it comes to uh, the 
the the role of uh, an athletic director in trying to find a new coach for a, a specific team. Uh, what's what's that process like? What was that process like for you? In who would you work with, and how would you select candidates and kind of screen them? Because there's there's been some success there at, at Bear River at, at various different levels of uh, finding some great coaches that have been there for a long time with some success. Well, you know, I've had great support from my administration, and they get very deeply involved, and and we get it out and, and advertised in the district, and they send us the uh, applications, and we look through them and get a, a committee. And, and obviously with some coaches, I've with the connections I've made over the years, I was able to talk some people into to coming here and, and coaching for a while and and uh, but it's been a definitely a team effort with the administration and and uh, even some some other coaches in the building sometimes uh and with that coach uh do you have a replacement for you and the next athletic director they're they they don't yet they're talking about some different avenues and and uh, looking at some different scenarios and and uh they haven't totally decided which scenario they're going to take yet, so they they kind of need to pretty quick because I I can train them, but uh, whoever it'll be, they'll they'll get a, a really good one. I'm I know. Well, coach, on behalf of the Cash Valley Media Group, Eric Franson and myself, uh, thank you so much. Yeah, and I yeah, just for what you've done for Bear River and the community and those that because look you. You have the opportunity with your influence to touch a lot of people, not just the the students, but the parents, coaches, athletes from other teams. I mean, that's a big role that you've played, and that's awesome, and uh, really do appreciate it. And I know that you've been a friend to us, the Cash Valley Media Group, and how we've been able to carry the games and uh, highlight some of the success in the, in the with the athletes and coaches going on over there for the Bears. So really do appreciate everything that you've done for Bear River High School and how you've helped us and been a friend for what we've been trying to do as well. Well, I appreciate you guys. Your job is is very underappreciated, and what you do for kids is just you can't put a, a price on that. And, and thank you so much for this opportunity. Coach, Try to be enjoyed tonight. Try to take all of it in. I know you're a very modest guy, but tonight you are. It is all about you, and it should be as well. Uh, congratulations on all your success and on your retirement as well. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you guys around. All right. Take care, Coach. That's awesome. Thanks so much. Coach Van Park, uh, been a long-time uh, influencer there at Bear River. One uh, of the long-time best with, dudes uh, in with the, the world. program as a, as a coach and as an athletic director. It's not an easy job. No. I mean, Heck no. at the high school level, they are always at events almost every night of the week. Uh, and most Saturdays, uh, they work long hours. They don't get a lot of appreciation. Adjusting schedules. Man, I cannot imagine what it would have been like to be an AD right now or even last year with COVID. And do we have a game? Do we have enough people to play yeah. a game? Are we keeping our players safe? And uh, it, wow, what what an undertaking again to go through. Five three seven four text in. Van Park is a is the best guy in AD ever. Grateful I had him in high school. I, I again, you can't go around the valley and find one person who'll say something mean about Coach Van Park. He always did it the right way. Uh, congratulations to him. I, I hope he enjoys the night. It should be about him and 
Uh, he'll step down at the end of the school year and rightfully spend some time with the family and, and get to go on some vacation time as well. Uh, we'll take a break. Coming back, we still have pick six. Still got to talk Utah Jazz. We got to talk some NBA trade deadline stuff. There is some news coming out that is saucy in a lot of different ways. There was a big trade today. And there was. And someone might have just got fleeced really, really badly in that trade. So we'll talk about that and so much more. You're listening to the Full Court Press around 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. This set up perfectly for Dallas. You have a good offense. You have impact players on defense. You had home field advantage. And then you beat yourself. You do stupid things. You let the 49ers manhandle you for the first three quarters. You let Jimmy Garoppolo beat you. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. My name is John Brinchley. Last year, my father, Lynn, passed away. Our family misses him tremendously. From the first phone call we made to White Pine Funeral Services until he was laid to rest, White Pine helped us every step of the way. The staff was there to guide us through the entire process. They were kind, gracious, and their facilities are amazing. White Pine helped to make the difficult situation of losing my dad into a positive experience where we could remember him and celebrate his life. White Pine Funeral Services Steven, stop dragging your feet. Don't you give me that look. You've had a bad attitude all day. Now look, I know you'd rather be with your friends right now, but this has to be done, and either you start cooperating or I'm going to start taking things away from you. And I think you know what that means, don't you, Steven? Yes, honey, I do. All right. Okay. Watch it. Bigger isn't always better. At Castalite, you'll choose from a huge selection of pavers and receive help from experts. You'll see just how easy it is to do it yourself. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at castalite.com. The new year isn't the only thing we're celebrating here at Alpine Home Medical. This year marks our 25th anniversary, and we could be happier to serve you. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. If you haven't shopped with us, we'd love for you to make us your one-stop shop for any of your home medical needs. They're always changing, so please don't hesitate to stop by any of our 10 locations throughout Utah and Southern Idaho. Or online at alpinehomemedical.com. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Ajay, some interesting news for the Jazz game tonight. Oh, give it to me. Udoku, Udoka, excuse me, Udoka Azubuki will start tonight, even though Hassan Whiteside has been ruled available. Interesting move for the Utah Jazz. So Whiteside Doke has starting tonight? had some lower back strain, but he is now available, but Doke's going to start. Jordan Clarkson will not play. He's ah. been ruled out with right knee soreness. Rudy Gay with right knee soreness is questionable. Daniel House still remains out in health and safety, and uh, Rudy Gobert is still out with his left calf strain. Donovan Mitchell is in, so it'll be interesting to see how many minutes he plays after being out for so long. He met with the media today to talk about his concussion, and uh, as he described it, kind of a mild headache after the game, yeah, even in the second half, but as an evening went on, Developed an even worse headache and developed dizziness and nausea, and it just kept going. 
And this is Donovan Mitchell on how that timeline progressed with his concussion. So, yeah, obviously I, I had the concussion. Um, and it was it was rough. It was – I've had – this would be my fourth in my in my life, second this, this year, this calendar year. Um, so I knew I was going to take things, you know, a little bit slower, but I, I wasn't anticipating this. And, you know, the first, I want to say five, maybe five, six days, I literally wasn't doing anything, like – not on my phone, not playing Xbox, not leaving the house. Like it was bad from a headache to nausea. Like it was, it was. I was pretty messed up, and you know it was tough. I, the, I tried to watch the Rockets game um, when we played here at home, and I had just an excruciating headache. Like it was bad for me, and you know it got to a point where I was kind of a little nervous, uh, to be honest. I was like, all right, like what's happening? Because I've had concussions before, and none of them have really felt, you know, this this bad. You know, for me, I couldn't even drive or to get to the facility and all that. So it was it was a rough stretch. And then I started to, you know, ramp things up and start to go through the actual protocol, which is running on a treadmill, lifting, doing basketball stuff, and felt pretty solid doing three-on-three. Three. Um, I played three-on-three three before we took that flight to uh, Memphis. And I was – I traveled under the attention that it was either going to be the Memphis game or the Minnesota game, I'd be back. And once I got off the plane, um, I basically went back to – you know, where I started, you know, I didn't feel good at all. And, you know, that's when I really got a little nervous. I'm like, like what, what the hell is going on? Like, you know, before the flight, I feel fine. And obviously now I know, and we, we all knew, but, you know, I just wanted to, I wanted to play, you know, and I had made the path, did the steps and that felt good. But once I got on that plane, that really changed a lot as far as the progression went. So at that point, we just decided to take things, you know, to be safe and be sure. And I went to see a specialist and everything's good. And yeah, I'm here, so we're good. Sorry, what did the specialist say? Um, basically, what I said. The flight to Memphis really was, you know, crucial in that in that in that piece. You know, if I wasn't planning on playing, I probably wouldn't have traveled. But I had the intentions of, of playing. I felt good, and you know, at that point, you know, like I said, I've had concussions that have lasted ten days. Last year, I think it was ten or eleven. But you know, when you get to twelve, thirteen, fourteen, it starts to really kind of put you kind of worry a little bit. Not even just about basketball, but just about the overall health of your brain and making sure you're okay for life and that's really where I was at just making sure my brain is good you know as much as I want to play I'm out there on the sidelines every game you know it's like at the end of the day you gotta make sure you're right for life too because you know that's what's most important. Can you take us back to when it happened uh, it took place like right before halftime if I yeah. recall right, you right, finished yeah. the game you spoke with us yeah post game yeah when, when did you first start to kind of feel something went wrong? I had a minor headache after the game um and when I spoke to you guys, I, I was like, okay, you know, but that's um, that's kind of how it goes, you know. You you'll, you can be okay, and then it can kind of ramp up. And you know, I, I was talking to some some people after the game, and you know, they like you look out of it, like you know. And I just felt I didn't feel like myself, and that's when I told the staff and let them know, like, this is how I'm feeling. And we got back to Salt Lake, and I didn't go to sleep till about 7:30 that morning. We got in at two, so at that point, I was like, okay, like I'm I'm. Sure, it's a concussion, and then. I love when the audio just cuts out on us like that. It's always fun. That's Donovan <laughs> Mitchell talking about you his concussion timeline. What's line. going on there? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it's like I didn't know it was that bad. Like, I mean, people were kind of like, "Man, this is taking a long time for the guy to come back." But he wanted to come back from Memphis. Things kind of went south, and then he was like, "Well, okay, well, I mean, we got to hold him up for a little bit longer." But again, he's back available to play tonight. Now the question is, and one five seven zero texted in yesterday a great message. Uh, 
do you let I mean, do you play in the All Star game? I mean, I know it's in two weeks, but do you let them play or do you say, dude, you guys gotta sit out? I mean, we got a second half of the season and a chance to contend for a top four spot in the Western Conference for the playoffs. That's a little bit more important than playing in an all star game, Eric. Well, the what you said is it's in two weeks. So Donovan Mitchell's gonna play in games before then. He should be available to play in the All Star game. Yes. Rudy Gobert, that's a different story. I don't know about his health and if he'll be good. Yeah, to we're go not sure where he stands, yeah. I have no idea. It's more of a risk for Rudy Gobert than it is for Donovan Mitchell. So Donovan Mitchell named an all star. Awesome. Go there. Be there. Be a part of the festivities. Represent the Utah Jazz. I don't think there's a risk there, but there is more of a risk for uh, Rudy Gobert. Yeah, he has a calf strain. They are saying he should be back by early next week. We'll see how early that is and if he's able to come back. But congratulations to the both of them who are now a part of the NBA All-Star Game as reserves for the Western Conference team. Uh, Joe Ingles also met with, met with the media, and this was really cool because, you know, Joe is – uh, I mean, he could be an outspoken guy, but this is his first major injury, he says, since he was like 13 years old. He hasn't had something like this happen, so he said it was weird. He said that the conversations of trade talks was weird. Hearing about being traded, he knew he was on the trade block. He said that was really odd and awkward at times. Uh, he said a war on him mentally. Uh, and then the injury itself. Uh, in the press conference, he said that he actually went to the training staff and said, did we do anything different than I had done before? Was there anything else that we had done that maybe we usually don't do or that we did do that we don't do and ended up being the reason why? And in the end, he came up with the answer of no. Like we just, it just was a freak accident, stopped on a dime and, you know, the leg bends one way and it, and it tore. And that, and he said, that's just basketball. Uh, the plan for the future is this. He understands that he's still in the trading block. And it looks like the Jazz are still in the possibility of trading him. If they do, it is not trading the player. As Tony Jones says, it'd be trading the contract. It's an expiring contract. And so you trade the contract. And then what he would like to do is resign during the offseason as a free agent, which he would be with the Utah Jazz, come back and play for the Utah Jazz. He feels like he can still play for two, three more years and then retire as a Jazz man. That's what his hope is. Now, whether Danny Ainge lets that happen or not, We'll find out. Uh, apparently, Joe uh, said that um, his wife is training for a triathlon. Yeah. And and so she's got ideas to help him be even better shape than he was uh, and to help him be in even a better physical form based on what she's learned through her training to be a triathlete. So uh, really cool to see you know that uh, support at home and how – that uh, that's a great family, and uh, a lot of Jazz fans love Joe Hinkles and want to see him still wear a Jazz uniform. But uh, look, there are teams that are interested in expiring contracts, so they're willing to give up players they have under contract for a few years to get somebody whose contract is expiring now. So in the off season, they have more cap space to deal with to go after free agents that they want sure. or to sign somebody already on a roster to a bigger deal. So that is a really intriguing contract for some teams to have. And we're seeing the the Clippers as a team wanting to shed some some oh, contracts. What the fetch? And apparently the Portland Trailblazers are too, but they're not the only ones. There's a few others out there who may still be in play, but 
But uh, yeah, Ajay, earlier today, pretty significant trade between the Clippers and the Trailblazers with some names that had been targets of the Utah Jazz. Yeah, I'm look. Like, I understand wanting to tank for a season or maybe think about your, you know, team and whatever. But what the fetch are you doing, Portland? Like if you if you wanna just make Damian Lillard any more disgusted with your organization, go ahead and do this. Adrian Wojnarowski reporting earlier this afternoon, just a little after twelve o'clock, that the Clippers are trading Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Keon Johnson, and a future second round pick to the Trailblazers for Norman Powell and Robert Covington. What in the world are you doing, Portland? The Clippers are also sending a Blazers uh, or sending Blazers a 2025 second round pick. Now it comes via the Detroit Pistons. Now Powell and Covington, those are good players. Those are incredible. Those are good players. And you're giving them Eric Bledsoe, Winslow, and Keon Johnson with a future second. Yeah. What in Trouble the heck, Portland? On that one. Hello. Uh, five six five. Or sorry, six five four three. Texted in earlier. Did Scott, you have some injuries? Wondering the reason for the slide they've had the last few games. I'm. Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I'm not aware. Me neither. That they've had some injuries. Uh, I, I do know that they are a, kind of a younger team, and maybe they were punching above their weight class a little bit earlier in the year, and now it's kind of caught up to them. I don't know. Um, I, I know that uh, Coach Hilliard. Usually joins Hurricane John Newbold after yeah. his post games. On a Wednesday, he never came out of the locker room. Interesting. After their loss to Ridgeline, so they're they've got some soul searching they're trying to figure out right now. See if they can figure it out. Yeah. Five six five four texting. We could have offered more for Covington. All they got is trash. Amen. Yeah, that is exactly right. The Jazz could have offered so much more, and Clippers got. I mean, Portland got greedy and got greedy quick. Took and was desperate and took the first deal they could get, and here they are. Robert Covington. E- Eric, it makes no sense to me, man. None. It's a head-scratcher. It and is. It, and again, if you're Damian Lillard, like seeing the continued mismanagement of that franchise, when when is the last straw going <laughs> to mean, be enough? I mean, this guy has seen so many bad mistakes. From coaching decisions, coaching hires, to player personnel management. Through it all, he sticks with it, and he's loyal. And, man, I give him credit for that. And that's a rare, rare thing today in the NBA. But at what point do you just finally throw up your hands and say, I'm out. That's enough. (laughs) I ain't doing this anymore. It's not worth it for me to go through this. Oh, man. One of the greatest players in the league is just it's just getting absolute pooped upon. That's horrible. <laughs> that is so bad. So, in honor of the Portland Blazers being idiots, I want to know. We've asked what the best trade for the Jazz are. I want to hear our listeners' worst trades for the Utah Jazz. What are the worst trades you could think of for the Utah Jazz? Because you guys like to kind of, you know, barf on my trade options, which are really good. Which I think are seriously, and, I, and I'm being serious, they're awesome. Trade Donovan Mitchell for Damian Lillard immediately. What are your guys' worst trades you could offer if you were the Utah Jazz? Given with 435-339-0321. Want to hear them. Uh, Utah Jazz, Brooklyn Nets tonight. Speaking of the Brooklyn Nets, James Harden. There's conversations that the Sixers are willing to talk with 
the Nets about a James Harden trade. And Eric. I think the Nets are to the point where they are interested in entertaining oh, yeah. variety of discussions sure. or options to uh, move James Harden. Okay. Their big three has not worked out at all. Well, and I, I, you know, I, I, it makes me wonder, like, how in the world did you think this was going to work in the first place? Like, at what point did you say, yeah, you know, this looks like it's going to work. James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. What could go wrong? They've played less than 20 games together. In two years. A year and a half, I guess. Embarrassing. 4781 brings us our fourth trade option so far. Rudy Gobert for Draymond Jack Wagon Green. <laughs> could you imagine if we traded Draymond Green for Rudy Gobert? Oh, my gosh. Jazz World would hate Danny Ainge. They would hate Danny Ainge. They would... Torch him out of Salt Lake just like that. Uh, Draymond Green clowning Rudy Gobert. Oh, last he night. He got emotional. Dude. Not making the All-Star game a few years back. But Draymond Green got emotional. He, he cried yeah. about the All-Star game. I, okay, so let me ask you this. And I continue to send in your worst trade, jazz trades you have. The worst thoughts of a jazz trade you got. Send them in 435-339-0321. About Royce O'Neal and Jordan Clarkson for James Harden. That's a great trade. That's a great trade. <laughs> it's not. Yes, great. it is. Because we would end up being so good offensively, it'd be ridiculous. I would take it. I would. App- That's a great trade. Wait, who'd you say? Jordan Clarkson and Royce O'Neal? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you get the same offensive power and you get the same defensive prowess. So, yeah, that's what you're getting out of it. <laughs> 9758, Donovan Mitchell for the entire Timberwolves roster. <laughs> There's some dudes on that Dude. roster that I would take. I'll take Cat Towns. Who else would you take? Uh, Edwards. Yeah, Edwards would be good. Yeah, okay. i take him. Uh, Eric, the whole Rudy Gobert situation can be made fun of by the rest of the NBA world. Do you have, are you concerned at all? Do you have any issues with none of the Jazz men saying, hey, look, like we, we need to get on this thing and stick up for our guy. Like That's Rudy Gobert. You know, if 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 they're gonna make fun of him for it, let's let's go take care of this. Yeah, I'm a little surprised by that. Um, it, you and I were talking before the show. We just don't see like good trash talk and and strong rivalries in the NBA anymore. Like it's not so much our team versus your team. I think there's individuals who don't like each other, and there might be a few rivalries here and there. But it's nothing like what it used to be oh, nothing in the 90s and the early 2000s. Like, if there were guys clowning one of your players, you'd have other guys sticking up for them. They'd go set a hard screen on the guy. Yeah, they'd light him yeah, up. Yeah, you, you talk trash. I mean, it was it was dirty at certain points between the Jazz and the Kings in the playoffs and during the regular Blazers season. Blazers and the Lakers had issues with each other back when in the we day. All, it's very well documented, the Bulls and the Pistons over the years, but you don't see that in today's NBA at all. I miss... The days of like, you know what? I don't want to play with you. I want to play against you. I was watching the Dream Team documentary last night and uh, just re-watching it. And my favorite part is when they're in uh, Chuck Daly. They had a flat game against somebody. They only won by like 25, right? It's disappointing on their end. It looks sloppy. Even Larry Bird said after the game, we didn't play well. So Chuck Daly the next day uh, closes the gym doors and says, we're going to put five on five. It's going to be Jordan versus Magic, Malone versus Barkley. Uh, we're going to put uh, uh, Chris Mullen 
Um, you know, it's just like it, it set it up so he wanted to make sure that guys were playing against each other who felt like they were great in their at, at their own position. Uh, John Stockton uh, did not play. I think he had broken his leg, if I'm not mistaken, by the Yeah, point. he was out at that point. Uh, they wanted to put Christian Leitner on one team, and Magic said, we don't need him. Put him over there with Jordan. And Jordan said, Christian, you're going to the bench. You're going to sit there. You're not playing today. So Christian sat on the bench the whole entire time, and it was just five on five. It was David Robinson on one end, Patrick Viewing on the other end. And, and, and Larry said, I don't want to be on Jordan's team. Put him over there. Like, these guys hated each like, They didn't hate each other, but they didn't want to play with each other. There was a, I am better than you, and I'm going to prove it every day. Like, and that's just not, I mean, it's just more of, hey, we want to make sure that, you know, we put the best team together. So I know that we yeah, were rivals. Yeah, it as the greatest basketball game ever played that nobody ever saw. Oh, that's such a shame. Yeah. I'd, I'd do anything to go back and But you're right. I mean, there was there were strong attitudes each against each other. And in today's NBA, game's over. Everybody's dapping each other on the Trading back, jerseys. talking to each other. Hey, man, you know, what's up, bro? It's Meet like, me in town tomorrow night. Let's do dinner, trading yeah, jerseys, stuff like that. It's like you don't have Jordan never traded a jersey. Jordan in his career never traded a jersey with anybody. Magic, Bird, Drexler, Malone, Stock. I mean, nobody. You know why? Because he was a competitor. Kobe Bryant didn't trade jerseys, I think, until nearly the end of his career. I... None. It just, man, I miss those days, and it sucks. Five seven eight eight text in says, "How about Donovan Mitchell for Ben Simmons?" Yeah, <laughs> I be hate bad. Ben so badly. That, that is the worst trade right there. Good call. Five seven eight eight five six five four Mitchell for Westbrook. <laughs> Excuse me, Westbrook. Brick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you want to? That's a bad trade, just simply because of Russell Westbrook's offense. Four seven eight one. I hope Reedy goes to dunk on Draymond and. <laughs> He packs him. <laughs> Draymond is so classless. It's disgusting. And yes, jazz players need to step up and speak out for Rudy. They do. They do. Someone yeah, just, needs to step just, up. Um, look, hey, look, the dude's a competitor, man. He wanted to be on the All Star game. Look, he's been a three time defensive player of the year. He's a player. We know that he's a player. He deserves accolades and uh, and, and recognition. Yeah. And I, 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 Donovan Mitchell, step up and say something. You're, I mean, you're the face of the team. By the way, he quashed any of those rumors that were going around about Thank him goodness. being dissatisfied in Utah or having yeah. a riff, rift uh, with uh, with Gobert. He says that's all. That don't. There's nothing to it. And nothing I trust Donovan because Donovan came out a year ago, like no, two years ago, and said that he had issues with Gobert about the whole COVID thing. And so I trust Donovan saying he's that. been open. Yeah, exactly. That's a great way to put he's it. He's been open. All right, we got to take a break. Come back. We have pick six, even though I have not gave Eric a gift yet. I, I owe you. Yes, you do. Oh, man. Have that donut right there. You can have my favorite blueberry but, donut. By the way, Tony Jones is advocating to a trade for Simmons. What? Stop it, Eric. Don't do this. Not now. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Of course I think Mac Jones has a lower ceiling than other guys. But this idea that that the, the Patriots have to completely start all over is laughable. That's what they did this offseason. And teams don't go from starting over to reaching a Super Bowl. That just doesn't happen that way. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. 
Cold weather is here. Let the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah's fireplace category help you update your home with Heat and Glow's full line of gas or wood-burning products. Building a new home? Let the professionals at Advanced Fireplace and Stove design and install your fireplace. From traditional to modern, Heat and Glow has something for every design and every budget. Install a product that will allow your family to make memories for years to come. Stop by at their showroom or visit them at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. We are talking with Jeff at Daryl's Appliance. Why does Northern Utah choose Daryl's when they need to repair their appliances? Our customers trust us to get the job done right. We have been repairing appliances for over 52 years. We also have our Under One Roof loyalty program where we discount the trip charge when you decide to buy new instead of the repair. Plus, our service calls and parts are guaranteed. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open till 6 p.m. on weekdays and 5 on Saturdays. It's engagement season. Time to find the perfect ring. S.E. Needham Jewelers is known for beautifully cut diamonds at excellent prices. Guys, the sparkle is what matters most in the diamond you give your sweetheart. Our diamonds stand apart from those of other stores. Come view our diamonds under magnification. Select a diamond that fits your budget and then have it mounted in a ring that she'll love. Remember, you get S.C. Needham quality at internet pricing. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.C. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Full Court Press wants to welcome Mountain West Motor to the sponsorship. Grateful to have them be a part of our show. Mountain West Motor is Logan's newest, newest truck and SUV dealership and is located at 615 North Main Street. Great selection of trucks and SUVs specially customized for your next adventure. Whether it's hauling trailers, kids, or roaming the mountains, Mountain West Motor has a unique selection of vehicles. Visit mwmotor.com or stop by at 615 North Main Street in Logan. A big thanks to Mountain West Motor for being a part of the Full Court Press this evening. I drove by there today, actually, and saw that they've painted it up. They've got vehicles on the lot. I'm like, oh, look at that. How awesome New is that? New car dealership. Love it. And Here now they they're part, part of the Full, full Court, Court Press. Press. That is awesome. Jinx. <laughs> you owe me a soda. <laughs> oh, yeah, you owe me. Uh, and by the way, don't forget, Valvoline will be there for you as well. Cold weather is brutal on your vehicle. Take it into Valvoline Instant Oil Change or across from Angie's. They have Valvoline Synthetic and Valvoline o- Max Life Oil for your vehicle. And they'll get you back on the road fast at 695 North Main in Logan, right across from Angie's. Big thanks to Valvoline for also being a part of the Full Court Press. Eric. Are you ready? Dude, I'm so sick of Ike. It came down to the tiebreaker. I know, and I lost a stupid tiebreaker. It is like I got to come up with one. But you know what? It is like the coin toss in NFL. We both have an equal chance, <laughs> so I don't have anything to argue about. Okay, Eric, who's going first? Me or you? Uh, I've got mine ready. I'm ready to go. Do you? But you won. Yep, I'm ready to go. So I'm going to give mine first. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to do the fancy music and the. Oh, sorry, sorry. Drum roll. And yeah. Okay. Fine. Jeez. Line from the office. Line from the office? Where is it? I don't even know where this is at. Uh, is that it? No, that's not it. It's oh the Lord. full court. It's very anticlimactic. That is not it. No. It's not even. Maybe we should just go. I bet you 20 I found it, Eric. You gambling before the end of the day. There it no is. No way. It's the full court press pick six. Ever since March Madness ended, I am so bored. Six things we think will happen this weekend. I don't know how the whole betting thing started, but it's fun. 
All right, Eric, let's hear it. All right, number one. Uh, total points scored by UNLV. This is the men's basketball team, by the way. Okay. Saturday afternoon. In the spectrum, I'm setting the line at 68 and a half. Will the Rebels score 68 and a half points? Over or under? I'm going to say over. I'm going to take the under. Okay, Donovan Mitchell. He plays tonight against the uh, the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. Sure does. Points for Donovan tonight. 18 and a half. Ooh, good line. Oh, I'm going to say oh under. Oh, my gosh. What? Under. Under. Listen to me, Eric. Pay attention. I'm going to go over. Uh, and then last one for me. Who wins the Pro Bowl this weekend? Oh, jeez. Oh, the come AFC on, or the Eric, NFC? That's such a stupid line. Who wins? Just pick the winner. I don't know. A- uh, let's see here. Uh, NFC. Are you I will, serious? I will take the AFC. You're using the Pro Bowl? It takes place this weekend. Oh, my gosh, Eric. All right. Uh, tomorrow night, women's basketball, Utah State UNLV. Who has more points, Adriana Quezada or Kaylin Randawa? Quezada or who? Randawa. Okay. Who has more points? Uh, I'm going to say Q. I'm going to go... Kezada as well. She's been on a roll as of late, Eric. Okay. Bucks and Clippers on Sunday evening. Uh, Yontis Antetokounmpo, 31 and a half points over under. On Sunday? Uh-huh, against the Clippers. 31 and a half? Yep. Uh, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the under. Okay. And then tomorrow, uh, at men's basketball, Ashworth and the Aggies take on UNLV, the Rebels. Who has more points, Justin Bean or Bryce Hamilton? Uh, ooh, that's good. Um, I'm gonna go with Hamilton. I'm gonna go with oh man. I'm gonna go with Bean. Okay, and then our tiebreaker. Go ahead, on Eric. Sunday, big showdown in the NBA. Okay, one thirty on Sunday. 76ers at Chicago. Who wins? Chicago. I'm going to go with the 76ers. Dude, you better hope we don't get to a tiebreaker then. <laughs> Look, they're really close to each other in the standings, both playing really good basketball right now. Joel Embiid's on a whole other planet, but so is DeMar DeRozan. So that's going to be a really good showdown. Uh, six eight nine one says that is a dumb line, Eric. That really is. Like, who's <laughs> gonna win the Which Pro Bowl? <laughs> like, no, not how many passing yards or how many points does the AFC score is. Who wins the Pro Bowl? Yeah, that is the dumbest thing of. Oh I my couldn't gosh. even tell you who's in. There's been That's, so many substitutes. Oh my and heck, You don't even. <laughs> I don't even know who's in it anymore. Guys who were supposed to be in it aren't anymore. You got substitutes because of the playoffs. Guys who were injured. Hey, did you see Caleb Williams left the USC, right? And he has just signed a contract with Beats by Dre. An NL or NLI deal or NIL? Is that NIL. Right? Yeah, dude, he just signed a deal with Beats by Dre. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's 
Well, I mean, it's just crazy. Am I, am I supposed to run out and buy Beats by Dre now? Yeah, you probably will. You're such a big Caleb Williams fan of oh. Lincoln Riley, aren't you? USC, I'm, I'm, you know, victory. <laughs> Go win a couple games, then we'll think about it. 9315, looks like AJ's watching the Pro Bowl to make sure he wins. I'm not <laughs> watching the Pro Bowl. No, I've got so yes, many better will. things to do. I will not. AFC's favored by one point. By the way. We're going to break. We'll wrap it up here on the Full Court Press. Who cares? Unreal. Yeah, exactly. Who, Who cares? cares? It's the Full Court Press. With Eric Franson, Tanajay Salveson. I will hurt somebody's feelings. There's a national narrative in the NBA that if you become a star, you feel discontent if you're in a small or medium market. And that exists really only in the NBA. Kevin Durant was able to win and get to the NBA Finals in Oklahoma City. We had to continue to pile on and make him believe that he could only find satisfaction if he left to go to a major market. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. What do Valentine's Day and Jarek's have in common? They're both all about the romance. Jarek's Fine Jewelry has a great selection of men's and women's watches, earrings, bracelets, necklaces, and yes, engagement rings. Don't sweat it out worrying about where to get the perfect gift. Just come to Jarek's. Through Valentine's with any purchase, receive a forever metal rose handcrafted by metal petals. Valentine's Day and Jarek's, they're both all about the romance. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Another Full Court Press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at E. Franzen and Ajay Salveson at Ajay Salvi. If you missed today's episode, find it on 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It is the Full Court Press, Eric France and Ajay Salveson on 106.9 The Fan. Don't forget, we got Eric, Region 11 basketball coming up tonight. Yes, some great matchups uh, that you can hear on our local radio stations and also watch on CashValleyDaily.com, including Green Canyon hosting Logan. That will be on 100.9 with Craig Hislop on the call, 100.9 Light FM along with KVNU, 610 AM, 102.1 FM. Bear River hosting Skyview, if you want the Bear River broadcast with Rod Zundel. Uh, we've got the stream of that on Cash Valley Daily. It's also on 104.9 The Ranch and Box Helder. But if you want the Skyview version of events, that'll be here on The Fan with Hurricane John Newpold, also a designated stream for that on Cash Valley Daily. And uh, Ridgeline versus Mountain Crest, uh, rivalry here. It's been a little bit one-sided as of late, but Mountain Crest plays tough. But that'll be on 104.5 The Ranch and 107.7 KLZX with Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger on the call. Also streaming on Cash Valley Daily. Eric, uh, the Olympics. The opening ceremonies are tonight. We get ready in Beijing. This is nice to have it back and have some fans there. I guess. Oh. It, I'm not interested at all. What? About this year's Winter Olympics in Beijing. Why? That hosted the Summer Olympics just a few years ago. So what? Why are you not interested in the Olympics? It's all artificial snow on no slopes. 
and there's oh a lot my of controversy gosh. about problems with what they do to some of their their minority groups there in China, and not enough people are talking about it. I I'm really disinterested in this year's Winter Olympics. So you're not at all interested in watching all the American athletes go and represent the country in the Olympics. Look, the opening ceremony has spectacle, which is interesting, but beyond that. I don't. I mean, this is the least amount of interest that I am. Normally, I get geeked out because I love some of the skiing events and the aerials and the hockey tournament is always fun. But I am like not one bit interested in this year's Winter Olympics. Well, for Sour Eric Franson, for Ajay Salves, and big thanks to Coach Rampart for joining us. Good night, everybody. We'll talk to you Monday.